Half a bottle of wine, poor planning, and a misplaced desire to save the world. That was all it took for me to end up sitting in an uncomfortable plastic chair in a room lit by harsh fluorescent lights and dreading my inevitable demise. My father's publicist was bound to walk through the grimy front doors of the police department any moment, her face fixed in a scowl, with blood from her last victim dripping down her chin. I wasn't disappointed. She arrived in a flurry of monochromatic flair. Corella's brown eyes raked over me in disdain, and I knew I was in deep shit. Her name wasn't really Cruella, but it might as well have been. With her scary eyes and penchant for black and white clothes, she would give the cartoon character a run for her money. Her real name was Reese Pang, and she never paid me any attention except when my father was angry. With the way her eyes snapped with fire, he must have given her a lot of ammunition. I tried to convince myself that it could be worse, but I was pretty sure that if Reese had her way, I'd end up buried under a government bunker. As my father's right hand, she would be the only person he would trust to come get me. It's not like the President of the United States could swing down to the local police station and post bail for his 21-year-old daughter, without some interesting headlines in the morning's newspapers. Wanna trade places? I looked at the cop next to me and raised an eyebrow. Not even if you were Bill Gates. The older man shook his head and looked back down at the paperwork on his desk. That woman looks like she's going to chew you up and spit you out. Well, shit, I grimaced. He was right. The only thing left for me to do was to prepare for my unavoidable roasting. The worst part was that I probably deserved it. I mean, what I was doing had been a good thing, but maybe I'd gone about it in the wrong way. Dad was always pushing me to look for long-term solutions, but I liked fast results. Passing a bill about animal testing seemed like a waste of time when I could just break into the center and release those poor babies. If only I had normal parents like my friend and college roommate, Phoebe. Phoebe wiggled her fingers at me from where she sat, next to her parents. They were filling out paperwork at the desk of another officer. Her mother, Maureen, wore her silver threaded hair in a long braid and was smiling. While her father, Diego, didn't look phased as he brushed his dreadlocks out of his face. Maybe normal wasn't the best way to describe Phoebe and her family. My stepmother, Abigail, called them hippies in a tone that made it clear she didn't approve. But I loved it. I loved every non-normal, plant-loving, vegan way that they were different from my family. They were so completely opposite from everything I had experienced growing up. When Phoebe had been 11, they had taken her out of school and toured all of the states. They volunteered with the homeless, fostered animals, and protested something every other weekend. The only thing that differentiated them from the other people with flowers in their hair was a large trust fund and Diego's uncanny investment skills. Trying to free animals from torture was basically a family adding for them. If they were mad about anything, it was because we hadn't included them. I, on the other hand, had gone to private school, wore uniforms, and even attended a class that taught table manners. When I was 12, I'd gotten in trouble for having a fake tattoo. A temporary sticker-style tattoo with my favorite band's name had cost me concert tickets and a night out with my friends. Of course, that had just made me determined to get a real one. A tiny bird to represent my mother graced my left shoulder. It made me feel like she was watching over me, always with me, even though she'd been gone for such a long time. It was also a nice middle finger to my father, 
who thought tattoos only belonged on gang members. Are you the officer in charge? Reese peered down at the man sitting next to me. He stood up and adjusted his tool belt. That'd be me, ma'am. Right. Reese set her bag down on the chair next to me. How can we make this go away? Reese, I hissed. You can't bribe people. I'm not bribing anyone. She ignored me, keeping the officer in the line of fire. But we can't have this going out to the news stations. It can't just go away. There is paperwork and the company is pressing charges. His gaze dipped down to mine, almost as if in apology. It was a look that I received often when I was stuck under the watchful eye of my father's pet dragon. No, they aren't. Reese reached into her bag and pulled a card out. This is the number of their lawyer. He's agreed to drop the charges. He was here 20 minutes ago. The officer's eyebrows drew together as he looked down at the card.